and I just think it's just more important. Like when you're walking around with something, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I use my paycheck. I bought this thing, but it's like, yeah, it, it took me like three days of like eight hours to make this like piece of jewelry or this like piece of armor. And like, you really care about it and you want to show it off to people. Or like if you, you know, roll up in this really awesome armor that you bought and then another guy is wearing the exact same thing and you're like, oh, uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alrighty, LARPers, welcome back to 321 Lay On, podcast about LARPing with me, Ashton, and my brother, Evan. We we are uh, just got back into LARPing fairly recently. There's about a 10-year gap in our LARPing experience. Um, and now that we're grown up and have uh, time to spare in the evenings, I guess, we wanted to do a podcast uh, in this episode, we're going to talk to our friends Brittany and Jacob. They are on staff at Frontier Dawn LARP. Check them out online. And uh, we had talked to them a few times, you know, as we were getting ready for events about crafting uh, armor and props and things like that. So we thought they'd be good people to talk to about that topic uh, and crafting and making costumes and you know, foam weapons has probably been one of the most enjoyable parts for me getting back into going into LARPing. Um, it's a really good creative outlet for me and it's just a fun kind of tangible work with your hands kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, certainly time and money consuming. (laughs) It's one of the more rewarding parts for sure. Yeah. You know, going online or wherever and buying, costume or weapon whatever is a lot quicker and it may look a little nicer but having made something and people commenting on how much they like it or can also be a conversation starter of this is how you did it this is how someone else did it yeah that's always fun to go to an event and talk about that stuff for me and it's gone a long way um from when we first started larping you know to now you know the the techniques people use, materials they use, um, the influence of the cosplay and movie making prop industry on how you can make these things. You know, affordable, uh, lightweight, um, durable, look good. All that stuff's just gone. You know, nuts. <laughs> Back when it was just a plastic tube, insulation, and duct tape, which I right. I think still looks cool in a retro kind of way, but. <laughs> But I'm a hipster, so... Certainly easier. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk to them about that, get some tips and some cool stories. Um, but, yeah, there's so many resources out there. Um, but it's just something we both really enjoyed doing. So we thought we'd pick their brains for about an hour or so. So I hope you enjoy. All right. Joining us right now are Jacob and Brittany. And they're going to talk to us a little bit about crafting and kind of some DIY LARP stuff, and yeah, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourselves, guys. Uh, well, hi, I'm Jacob. Uh, I've been LARPing for probably a little bit over four years. Uh, I started when I was about uh, 18. It's just uh, something new to get some more exercise out of uh, school. Um, as far as uh, uh, crafting goes, I mean, I've always just never really had a lot of money to spend on things, so I started crafting out of necessity, and I just really grew to love it. Um, you, you know, build something yourself, and you get to test it out. Um, you find new ways to do it. It's um, half the hobby, in my opinion. 
Um, hi, I'm Brittany. So I actually have, I just had to tally it up in my head there. I've been LARPing for 11 years, which makes me feel a little bit old. Um, I, I guess it was kind of a similar thing. Like I was pretty young when I started LARPing. I've always kind of done crafting stuff. I actually started LARPing because I was making fun of my friend who was getting ready to go one and saw him crafting. And then I remember thinking like, oh, you, you're making that. Like, that's really cool. And it was like a sword or something. And then I went once and I was pretty much hooked. Um, I actually, I kind of like upcycling things, so to speak. Like, I like kind of finding things that we already have laying around and just what I can to make them. Cool. And how did you guys meet? We, we actually met um, at a LARP. We did, yeah. We met at a LARP about a little over three years ago, I guess now. Yep. Um, and we actually, it's kind of funny. We knew each other, sort of, but we didn't, like, date, and we weren't even friends for a while. Um, he actually was, it's a running joke, he was my kitchen boy because I used to run the tavern at that LARP, and they would send him to do my dishes. So I didn't really know his name for the first six months I knew him. I just knew he was the guy that came to wash the dishes, so I liked him. Um, yeah, so I did a good enough job, I guess you kept me around. <laughs> did he have yeah. to say, as you wish, every time he did it? or No, I should have, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it kind of happened, like I guess, organically. He, um, he and his brother played characters together, and they happened to be looking for a Scald-type character for their barbarian plan, and I was kind of looking for a new character, and it was something that I was interested in. So I was able to become friends with him and his brother first, and then. Actually, that's a good uh, segue into a really big project we have for crafting because um, they actually made this huge banner for us. Um, it was like the first time we ever did anything big like that, and we had a whole PPC rig, a banner we'd walk around with, and we even made like shirts for our uh, whole group. Yeah, um, for it was, each other. It was about like an eight eight foot tall um, standard. And we made it out of, um, well, I guess I made it out of uh, black crushed velvet that I found at, like, a thrift store. And it was cool. It was, like, a giant skull with, like, lightning shooting out of it and stuff. It was pretty intense. Very people, intense. People didn't like seeing it come marching at them. <laughs> nice. Cool. So this is, like, a banner you guys carried around? Or did it just, like, stay at your camp? Or? Uh, well, yeah, we would actually carry it around. It was basically a big PVC cross. Um, and we could like plant it in the ground before we fought. Uh, or we would just well, I would just walk around, and when I would ever I would talk with someone, I'd kind of lean the banner in their face, just as a you know, <laughs> just to show off how cool it looks. But so is it still? You just prefer making it yourself because uh, that's kind of how we were too. I think like the already made swords and armor, pretty pricey, um, you know, for the good quality stuff. Um, but it's it's fun to craft your own sword and customize it. It's pretty yeah. much solely. Make all your own stuff, or is it kind of mix and match? Yeah, well, the only thing I really um, I buy is, is like weapons because I really like I haven't I haven't uh, practiced much with making my own swords and things like that, and I've always wanted something like sturdy that I know will last. So I usually just craft everything except for my weapons because I like to have the really cool like a nice looking sword uh, or something like that. But as far as armor goes or any type of like props, uh, I've always preferred to craft them myself, even if it does maybe not turn out as well. Um, the first time I do it, I just I always like better walking around and talking to people and being like, oh, I made this. And someone will tell me, oh, well, I tried doing something like that or how would you do it? And you get to have like a nice, cool conversation with somebody about how you craft. Yeah, I think that was kind of how we met, actually. We were talking about the armor I had made and then you were showing me yours and just how you went about it and stuff. Yeah, it's nice. Like, it's definitely different now because we have like, you know, real jobs and expendable income, which weren't really things that register as a teenager for the most part. And um like, yeah, we'll, we go to, like, renaissance fairs and stuff, and we'll occasionally be like, oh, that's a really cool shirt, or that's, 
you know, like for me, like, oh, I really like that skirt or whatever. And I mean, for the most part, I think the only things that I buy are things that require a lot of sewing because I, I can sew, but I don't like doing it. Um, so I have like, I mean, I have like my little guilty pleasure name brand stuff over my closet that I, I like, but then anything accessory wise, I just make myself because I feel like for the cost of buying something that's really well made, you could buy the materials and make like four of them and it's just not worth it. Right. Plus you get to customize it. Yeah. You get to make it tailor to your character. And I just think it's just more important. Like when you're walking around with something, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I use my paycheck. I bought this thing, but it's like, yeah, it, it took me like three days of like eight hours to make this like piece of jewelry or this like piece of armor and like you really care about it and you want to show it off to people or like if you you know roll up in this really awesome armor that you bought and then another guy is wearing the exact same thing and you're like oh huh <laughs> yes <laughs> should have called each other right well yeah we've seen we've seen that happen it's never happened to me but i've definitely seen it happen to other people i always feel kind of bad like oh it's a little awkward that's <laughs> like that in video games right there's only that boss only drops <laughs> one kind of armor, so you're going to run into somebody wearing it. <laughs> but that's what's cool about LARP is it can be customized. It can be whatever you imagine, you know, just like D&D or whatever. I think you said how long you've been LARPing, but I don't think you told us yet um, how you got into it. So I, this is like, does not paint me in the best light, but I um, was over at my friend's house and a couple of my friends like lived together in college and... I happen to be walking outside to my car and my one friend is sitting there making spell packets and having never seen one, I was like, what are you making? And he told me and I'm like, okay, what's LARP? And then I made fun of him because, you know, <laughs> I was a jerk and he kind of turned around and said, well, hey, like, don't knock it till you try it. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, okay, whatever. That's a valid point. So I, I went out for my first LARP weekend and I think most people would not have gone back if they had the same experience I had my first time because I ended up like chest deep in quick mud and like it was just like kind of a comedy of errors. But I also remember leaving there and being like, wow, for the last two days, I didn't have to be me. I didn't have to deal with my own stuff. Like I'm not stressed out. I, you know, and it was just like this amazing release. And it's still kind of like that. Like it's still kind of nice being able to like turn off and go and just be somebody else for two days so that's how mm -hmm. i got started uh i actually my brother um got me into larping he's um it's funny it's very similar to britney's story I, I would always make fun of him for like you know doing all his face makeup <laughs> and stuff like that and i was like a typical kid like oh man that's really lame like what are you doing you're wasting your time and money and then actually crafting sort of really put my foot in the door because i saw him making something and um i've always been into construction and stuff like that and he the first thing that he was making was a, a shield and I'm like, you're doing it all wrong. Like, I, I went down there. I uh, totally bogarted the project. Um, I got, like, a sled for my um, – that I used to have when I was a kid. I made him a cool, really cool round shield using, like um, – insulation. Yeah, I made that shield for him using a bell and, like, pipe. And I never did anything like that before. Um, he's like, oh, this is really cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I kind of want to, like, see how it works out. So I went to the first game with them to see how the shield would go. And I was like, oh, man, this is pretty awesome. Like, you know, get to actually try it out. People would ask me questions about it. Yeah, that actually, the first thing I made, um, I'm remembering now, was a pair of gloves. The character I, I was playing, uh, they had to wear, like, predominantly white and gold was, like, one of the requirements. Mm -hmm. And I got white prom gloves, um, and I just did this, like, gold artwork all over them. And I remember thinking, like, oh, I, like, whatever, like, they look okay, I guess. And then I had, like, all these people that were like, oh, my God, where did you buy those? And I'm like, buy them? Like, these were, like, you know, $3 the day after Halloween. What are you talking about? That was pretty cool. 
Well, it's also one of the best feelings you, I feel like when you make something and you bring it to the game and someone's like, oh, wow, what you get on, on Etsy or something? And I'm like, no, I made this myself. And they're like, what? Eyes all wide. Like, how'd you do that? I'm like, oh, it's actually easier than you think. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's awesome. That is a great story. So, Jake, you said you kind of just got into it and you're you're a natural or? Well, I, I really like the physical nature of it. Um, at first, and I, I, my first character, it's funny because when you talk to a lot of people, they're like this. Like, um, I didn't play D D or anything. So my first character, I'm like, listen, like, I, I really won't go out there and like have a good time and do some combat, but I won't do any like role play. I'm like, I really didn't, like someone would talk mm. to me, I'd be like, uh, you know, like really shy away from that stuff. Mm. But uh, like now, after logging for a couple years, like I'll have like a three page backstory and not even think about like what kind of combat I want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's funny how like um, my interests evolved from that. Before I was like, oh, I really don't care for the role play aspect. I just want to go out and fight people and get like a good workout and stuff like that. Um, but now it's like the complete opposite. Well, I'll spend like three hours in a tavern with somebody rolling dice, talking about some made up world that doesn't even really matter. And I'll like someone will come in asking for a quest, and I'm like, hold on, I'm having a good conversation over here. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, we definitely uh, you progress as a gamer, or you you go in thinking like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna love using this axe I made and cutting off some goblin heads but then you go there and you find out like start to develop some relationships and learn a little bit of history and things you might never do you know going looking for it or on your own you know exactly i used to be the one that was like please don't talk to me please don't talk to me because i was like so worried i'd mess it up when i started yeah that was me a couple weekends ago (laughs) (laughs) no you did fine (laughs) no we had a great time but it was like I was like, man, I wish I'd have read more of the lore. And I know I definitely overthought it and was in my head too much, but it was like, they're talking about some place and I think I'm from there and I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest with you. Like it's been over 10 years and the beginning of every event, I still get a little bit nervous before I have my first interaction for some reason. And you would think like, I, I wouldn't, but I still get like that minute of like stage fright, like, don't let me mess this up. And then in my head, I'm like, you know, if you ask anybody, hey, what's the first conversation you had with Brittany last week? And nobody's going to be able to tell you. Like, nobody remembers if you, like, mess up a word here or there. That is funny, though. I've had characters that I didn't read up enough on the lore. And then somebody's like, oh, well, you know, you're from there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that definitely am. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of still like that, too, especially when it comes to now not playing a character, but playing like a, an NPC. Is like if I'm like, oh, I have to go out there as a giant monster and fight 20 people. I'm like, cool, no sweat. But they're like, Jake, we need you to go out there and get everyone ready for this mod and tell them all this lore. I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, can I get a script or something? Yeah, can I just let 20 people hit me instead, maybe? Yeah, like, I just, I'd rather fight for 15 minutes and talk to someone for like an hour. Because right. I'm always worried you know, you'll mess up. The, I mean, even still, uh, as, as much as I'm a part of Frontier Dawn, someone could come up to me, ask me like a really vague aspect of something. And I'm like, oh, I really don't know if I can answer that. But they could ask me about one question in the rule book, I'll know right away. Just kind of like, and, and um, LARPing, you, there's always those kind of people that are, they know the rules down pat, um, and they sort they know their stuff about their character, or someone who's just all about the rules, and like plays like the, a very, very generic character. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of like D&D, when you have the guy who's like, min-maxes to get the most powerful character he can make, but doesn't really care too much about the story or the world. Or the other guy who's like, all about, uh, immersing himself in part of the conversation, but when it comes to fighting, he's like, oh, I can really care less. It's like background music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Evan and I, have, we've played with people on all sides of that. Like, generally, we're more casual and, you know, make characters that are fun to, like, do cool abilities or whatever. Um, but we spend, especially in D&D, we spend more time making jokes at a game than... 
Oh yeah. Worrying about what kingdom we're from or whatever, you know. Yeah, he plays um some kind of some form of D and D. Oh much. yeah, and, no, I used to. Well, I used to play. Um, I do a lot of tabletopping now. After I, it's, I started yeah. LARPing first, and then I started tabletopping, which is kind of like a weirder transition. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, be like, man, that was really cool. I imagine that was awesome in my head right there. But then last <laughs> weekend, I was like, covered in blue face paint, like attacking like three goblins. <laughs> but it's it's I don't know. It's it's, I think D&D helped me become a better role player and LARPing helped me get into the whole genre. Like, uh, I just started playing a D&D campaign. I'm like, oh, I'm super into it. Like, I'm doing stuff I really wouldn't do when I LARP because I can, like, role play more. I'm, like, more immersed in the world. Mm-hmm. But when I'm actually in there, I'm more thinking of, like, I guess the immediate. It's probably just how I got into LARPing. That's why I think of stuff that way. That's cool. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I think it was Joe and Felicia I was talking to. It was the same thing. I thought, yeah, usually people have this progression of, like, you know... Lord of the Rings, books or movies, and then Dungeons and Dragons, and then they know somebody that LARPs, but everybody I've talked to so far has, like, a backwards story. They're like, no, they just found out about LARP first, and then... Yeah, it was Joe, because he said he was just Googling buffer weapons, and then (laughs) found out that people use them to, you know, roleplay in the woods. Oh, that was great. I remember the day we met Joe and Felicia was at our last LARP, and we're like, it's just like this one day event in the middle of winter and they come in and they have like amazing costuming that they made entirely themselves. Like they're both fully covered head to toe in body paint, like wigs, prosthetics, everything. And we're like, oh my gosh, like who are those people? They look awesome. Like their role play was fantastic. And we're like, where did they come from? Did they come from another LARP? And they're like, uh, no, no, that's their first time doing it. We're like, whoa, okay, we need to know who these people are. Like, we need to go talk to them. Well, that's another, a big part of the LARP community is, like, if you see someone, you could usually ask one or two people, and they'll know, like, that mm-hmm. person's from this game, that person's from that game. So when you see someone that's not from any other game, you're like, who, who where did this person come from? Like, they moved over here from Japan? Like, what's going on with that person? <laughs> like, a lot of crafting's a lot like that. Like, you'll usually, if you go to a game, you see a lot of cool props. It's usually one or two groups that will make that. And you'll be like, oh, this guy, Brian, or whatever, he makes all these really cool props. You're like, oh, cool, let me talk to this guy. But when you have um, like new players come in who can like do amazing makeup, awesome role play, and doing really good costuming, you're like, whoa, like, where have you guys been this yeah, whole time? Yeah, super exciting. Yeah, I wanted to ask a little bit about some of your um, plot and staff crafting, because I'd heard you guys made some pretty cool monsters and props to yeah. show off some pretty big events, like pretty big mods. I heard there was a big bug and like a wyvern or something. So we really, we can't take credit for the actual crafting aspect of a lot of the plot stuff going on. Um, we do most of, most of our craft projects lately because we, we like moved a few months ago and we've been like really busy. So we kind of slowed down. Um, we do a lot of like personal stuff for like other players or ourselves or like NPC accessories, like that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, the production value at that game is insane. We actually had... Um, a camp ranger that came running into the tavern one night when I was there by myself because she was all freaked out because she saw it on the field. And it was like this giant, like 10 foot tall glowing worm thing. And she like didn't know what it was. So she was like panicked. <laughs> And it was like, oh, so let me talk to you about what we're doing here. Because um, she didn't know what LARPing was. And then um, she actually is really cool. And she comes around to our events now and like hangs out with us and takes like pictures with us and stuff. <laughs> uh, one uh, project that comes to mind, and I worked on this with uh, Joe Gaffney uh, and Felicia too a lot. I'm actually We're actually really good friends with them. Even we met them LARPing. We've probably known them for about three years. Um, we were working on this, um, it's supposed to be, it was called the Oculosis at the time. And basically I did is I made EVA foam armor and Joe got, uh, EV, um, foam 
foam insulation. Foam insulation. He sprayed all over the armor and he carved it to look like kind of like a Resident Evil monster. Is basically what it looked like with the giant mm. eyeball in the center. And we oh, actually okay. got a Nerf gun and EVA foam and surround the Nerf gun and EVA foam and uh, use more of the uh, spray insulation and it went up its entire arm so it looked like a growth. And we, we got the Nerf balls and painted them like eyeballs and it shot out eyeballs from this gun. <laughs> so uh, when the monster comes gross. when the monster comes out, like people are like, oh my god, what is this thing? And all of a sudden you hear the revving up the gun underneath the arm and it just starts shooting these pellets out. And it was it was awesome. It was a really cool effect. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh, what's also cool about these the obviously making the monsters is really fun, but um Josh Yoder, um he's amazing with special effects. Like he was all out with lights and like yeah. smoke. So as cool as that monster was, you know, it comes out, the gun's revving up, there's smoke all around him, lights are going off in the distance, and we even made these like little tiny colored smoke bombs we threw around that like popped up in the air to be like red or yellow or orange smoke. So it's like this whole big thing of this monster that came out of nowhere. And oh man, I mean, well, I guess once when you see a PC scared face, it's like probably the best moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're doing it right. Yeah, exactly. We were talking about LARPing last night, and what was the phrase? We were like, oh, yeah, the best part of that is finding what the PCs really love and then pulling it away from them and making making them terrified of it. And we were all cracking up, and we're like, oh, that's rough. But that's kind of what NPCing is. Well, yeah, it's all about highs and lows. Like, it's <laughs> as you want to, if you make someone really care about something and then, like, seeing how that affects them, I love seeing when someone's real play is, like, really on point. When I'm like, I have to take a step back and, like, wow, this guy's, like, really in the moment right now. That's just a really cool feeling as you're like, wow, I made this, like, setting, and this guy's so immersed in it. You can like see his reaction in real time, which I guess that's why I like LARPing. Uh, even though I don't roll, I'm not too heavy into role plays. When you see someone's reaction in real time and you like really see them in the moment reacting as their character would react, it's really cool. It's really cool. I can't. I mean, yeah. I can't compare it to anything else. Yeah, I mean, it's that kind of maybe improv theater, but it's a little more than that because it's so personal to you, and you know, it's a person you've created and you're now living out. You know, so it's not just some part in a play or skit you're doing. It's it's almost like, not to get too deep or whatever, but, you know, another part of you almost, you know. No, you're right. I mean, like, that's one of the coolest things is when you get to a point where you, like, interact with something or you go on a mod or you have these, like, feelings and they're, like, super intense. And then afterwards you're like, wait a minute, like, I was actually feeling that. Like, I wasn't, you know, Brittany, I was my character, like, going through that for a minute. We definitely have those moments. Well, and as much as like the, I guess like the moments where someone's like really intense and emotional, I think the moments where people really laugh and like enjoy like talking with their friends and doing stuff as their character, um, I think those are really great moments too. Like when people can go around and be like, oh, I was playing this this guy from uh, Pirate Town, and like we were rolling dice, and this guy, like drunk guy, came in, and we were all like having fun and gambling, all that stuff. And it's like really cool, and you really, like as a person who runs a LARP, you really don't have to do much. And your players are like putting in 90% and you just fill in the world or you fill in a character and they do all the work and they have a blast doing it. Yeah, it's definitely a good group of people, staff and players from, you know, what little we've seen. So we've, we're excited to see some more and have more of those moments. Oh, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. And you haven't even met like half of the players yet either. So you're definitely in for a treat. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> we have some pretty, uh, pretty uh, crazy uh, players who make some pretty funny decisions. <laughs> Bad decisions. Yeah, some pretty very bad decisions. I mean, yeah, I can just think of a couple of. Uh, Don't single anybody. Yeah, out. I shouldn't single anybody out, but yeah, they'll, you'll definitely meet some cra- uh, crazy characters. <laughs> cool. Well, so tell us some projects you guys are currently working on, whether characters, commissions, plot stuff. Uh, well, right now I'm working on a, a suit of armor um, that I want to have. Um, 
and not for any a specific character, but um, obviously you were there last event. In our world, we have undead, and I really like the idea of like an undead dread knight. And it's not mm-hmm. a character or anything, but I just think it'd be re- I really want to go all out with like a really um, intimidating armor. Um, and right now, I just have the base on it, so I'm thinking about it. I want to get craft foam and do the trim around all the edges after I've dremeled it, and like put like a giant Punisher type skull across the chest. And this basically look like make him like when you see this guy coming across the field, you're like, oh, I definitely don't think that's a good guy. He's probably not on our side. He's got like five skulls on him. Um, I just made a barrel that I sent you the picture of uh, that we converted out of a um, like five gallon Gatorade cooler, like those bright orange ones you see at football games, hmm. which is pretty cool because I actually um, it's sitting like right near us right now. And I was glancing over and I'm like, wow, that's turned out really cool. And then besides that, I have a few other little projects I'm working on craft wise. Um, I actually just got some really sweet like leather scraps from a local farmer's market to actually work on something for Evan. <laughs> so earlier than I thought I was going to get to that, but I found some um, really awesome leather scraps that were like so much cheaper than if you were trying to buy them at like a real store. That's like one of the cool crafting buds is like, you know, I'm standing there digging through three giant boxes of leather that's like almost as tall as me and Jake, Jacob's just kind of like standing there watching like okay yeah I'm with her like, just ignoring it <laughs> let her do her thing <laughs> that's probably one of the best like highs I guess of crafting is you're like oh my god this fabric is on 50% off we gotta go to Joanne's right now <laughs> and you're like standing in line like come on keep cutting that stuff I got coupons out for days and like yeah, you get super rush it's great you're like oh I got such a great deal and like someone's like what are you making I'm like oh, I don't know eventually I'll, I'll use it <laughs> yeah like, of course I need three yards of fur. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Talk a little bit about um, your process. Um, sounds like it's not necessarily a set way. Sometimes you see material lead you to a project, or do you look online for something you want to make, or you just start making and see what happens? Uh, well, a lot of times it'll be me and Brittany will have an idea, and we'll just come to each other, and we'll kind of talk it through. Um, for instance, the barrel. Uh, Brittany uh, came home one day with this big Gatorade uh barrel and was like hey we're, we're making this and i was like all right let's talk about it and so the first thing um we talked about was like how are we going to do this and i was like well we should use eva foam and we'll put it around the side and she's like oh yeah and we can use like a heat knife to make it look like wood and that's a gr- and then when we kind of start working on it we discovered um a better way to do it like for instance instead of cutting the mat the mat into different sections we actually cut slits in them and then bend the mat around the foam so it's actually all one piece so that worked out a lot yeah. I'm um I'm like re- I'm like a ready aim 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 fire kind of person like I'll get the idea and then I'll sit on it and obsess over it for two and a half weeks and like Jake's not Jake's usually like let's just try it and see what happens and yeah. um, I'm not like I can't I'm just not like that in any aspect of my life I have to think about it for two weeks first so I I have like 14 Pinterest boards um <laughs> I am part of a couple Facebook groups for like plastidip artists and like that kind of thing. And like with the barrel, for example, um, when we were talking about the wood grain, uh, one of our one of our players actually at the game was like tagged me in a post in a plastidip thing, and where somebody had done like a similar method on a different project. And I was like, oh hey, so I asked the guy like, hey, can I reach out to you? And he's like, yeah, sure, no problem. So I ended up talking to this total stranger for like a day and a half about like different ways of implementing wood grain on something. And then he's like, oh yeah, like here, let me send you some pics of what I've done. Like I'm sending him pics back of my process and it's cool because I don't know this guy and he lives on like the other side of the country. But like afterwards I'm like, hey, this totally worked. That's awesome. I never would have thought to use a wood burner. 
to to put it on EVA foam. And like somebody introduced me to DAP, which is a great adhesive, but like wear gloves, don't be like yeah. me. Um, Cause I had to actually nail file it off of my hands for the next day and a half. It was really bad, but now it's water waterproof. So, I mean, I have a waterproof barrel, so. And a lot of times we'll, we'll see something like on TV or like just have an idea. <laughs> like I've heard, they're watching Game of Thrones and um, they're the, um, we'll pause it all the time. We'll pause and it like, and I'll be like, we, oh, oh, I always like lean in close and I'm like, we could do that. We can make that. <laughs> I, know they're, I know the professionals get paid money, but we can also try that. Yeah, like, so what if they have real metal to work with? It's yeah, fine, I'm we have like, EVA. I'm like, I like a challenge. We could try that. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, I was yeah. looking for stuff on Netflix, and I was watching some Viking show. I wasn't even interested in what was going on. I just wanted to look at their armor and, you know, some, like, what makes it stand out and what makes it, you know, what am I missing that is in there that really makes it, you know, sells it or whatever. <laughs> the show well, is no. terrible, but <laughs> armor was cool. When we played our barbarians, it's when um, like one of the seasons of Vikings was on. So like we we've seen all Vikings, and like I I actually would literally show up at camp because my hair used to be a lot longer, like braided like the Lagatha hair and stuff, and like the like smudgy eye makeup and everything. And it, it, I don't know, I was all about it. Like it helps feel badass. And also a really good resource that I I use a lot is my dad. He's um he's really into um like history and like uh the history of like weapons. Uh, and weapons, yeah. So like I'll be like, yeah, I think about doing this barbarian. Oh, he'd be like, oh, do you mean Norse, Anglo-Saxon, Gauls? What do you? And he'll have like four <laughs> different books of like actually how they wore their armor, all that stuff. And I'm like, uh, I don't know, I think I want to be like this. And I'll be like, that's not, they would never wear it like that. You're being ridiculous. <laughs> like he gets very serious about it, but it's awesome because I'll see like um, pictures or he'll talk through the process. And it's, it's even on the far be like he'll tell me how they used to fight and all that stuff. I mean, he's a very big resource. He's awesome for role playing. Like if we have a character idea. Because he'll always ask, like, hey, what are you guys into right now with LARP? And, like, we tell him, and then um, Jacob's brother and his fiance also LARP at, like, a different game. So um, Jacob's dad will be like, oh, what are you into? And we'll be like, oh, I'm thinking about making this character that kind of, you know, this. And he'll actually help, like, flesh out backstories. And, like, he's never LARPs, but he'll be like, oh, well, what about this? Or, oh, well, they should be acting this way if this happened to them. And Well, he's, like, an old school. uh, It's funny, because I never played D&D, but my father has, like, the D&D first edition book that he used to roll with buddies and he has like a bunch of old age of conan books all over his like library like he's a really big uh nerd <laughs> he, lo- he loved that stuff Bro, awesome. i mean he, he has he has a tattoo of um the morgan um that's shaped into plate mail across his entire arm it looks like he's really into all that stuff and it's, he's always an awesome resource a lot of people times i hear people talking about their parents who are like oh lord brings the devil or they'll be like oh i just don't get that you crazy kids are doing him and my dad's like well, I can sit down and have like a two-hour-long conversation, uh, and sometimes get heated how like uh, how we want to make a character. Well, he's funny too because he'll be like, "So, how was the event?" And we'll tell him, and then he'll be like, "Oh man, I don't like that guy." And he'll be like talking about somebody's character, and then like he'll hold on to it. And this actually happened in our old game. He'd be like, "So, did you beat them up?" And we're like, "No, we can't." Beat them up. He's like, "No, I mean like in game, did you kick their ass?" And we're like, "No, like we can't do that." <laughs> and he's like, "Well, they offended your character last game." And I'm like, "I know, but like you know, we have to be able to let it go." And he's like, "Well, I'm not letting it go." Yeah, he gets, he gets, sometimes he gets more into it than we get into it. <laughs> yeah, awesome though. That's awesome. Cool. I think uh, our mom helped Morgan make part of her costume because she has a sewing machine. Oh yeah, Morgan's costume is really cool. Yeah, she like- her, uh, make the skirt, and they're working on the. Um, corset right now oh wow your mom can make a corset oh uh, we're gonna find out okay <laughs> that's um 
That is one thing that I am not brave enough to try because I just know like how much can go wrong with it. But um, I have heard from several sources that do make corseted type things um, that the plastic zip ties, like the thick ones, are like really cheap, really sturdy boning. Do you want to pass that along? Uh, okay, thanks. <laughs> He's going to be like, I don't know what this is with the corset, but go get some zip ties. <laughs> <laughs> good little tip there. Yeah. Well, any other good tips or hacks that you guys come across? So we got the wood burner for for sculpting yeah, foam. We got zip ties. Anything outside the box you guys have done to do something? Don't buy things new if you can find them like at Goodwill or yeah, a farmer's definitely. market or something. Because you'll spend so much money on stuff, it's ridiculous. And like mm-hmm. internet shopping is your best friend with that kind of thing if you have the time for it. Because um, you can find really inexpensive things and just kind of like embellish them and make them your own. I mean, yeah, there's been, you made me a very nice uh, suit jacket. For, or, I guess vest would be better. You made me a vest oh, for yeah. my character. And it was really Ooh, just like, it. it was like a 19, like 50s. Uh, jacket shirt we found in goodwill that was like like really over the top ridiculous well, it was a suit jacket and it was like two dollars at goodwill and it had this like awful plaid design on it that wouldn't like you would never wear for real so we like cut off the sleeves and um it was double breasted and we actually like restructured a little bit and turned it into a doublet like a legitimate doublet nice. that he would at events and it cost us less than ten dollars total i think a, a good word of advice i would say is for someone who's um just starting out LARPing and just likes to craft, um, don't really worry about having the costume with like a thousand pieces on it. Just worry about getting like a, a, a making yourself a, a boffer weapon and then b- buying like sweatpants and ripping them up and then like a long sleeve uh, plain colored shirt. I, I remember how many times I've gone to an event and I see someone wearing like a black shirt that has a big Nike logo across the front and I'm like, you couldn't just got a plain colored shirt for five bucks, dude? You gotta get the big Nike one. <laughs> I feel like something to keep in mind, too, and this might sound funny, maybe it's especially for girls, like, it's really cool to have a zillion accessories and, like, you know, things hanging off you and, like, you know, your satchel bag and your waist, like, weapon and throw weapons and, like, necklaces and, hand, like, whatever, but then remember, like, how often you wash your hands and how often you have to go to the bathroom and then think about how fun those things are because, off, like, yeah. there are definitely people that will, like, have to go in and unstrap, like, for minutes to get all their stuff off just to be able to use the bathroom and that's like kind of puts a damper on your day well yeah in that same vein uh that reminds me the best character costuming i ever had uh was because i was wearing a kilt and that just made everything <laughs> way easier going to the bathroom in general like nice nice breeze came by it was it was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah tell us about uh, some of your favorite costumes you guys have made oh i really like that costume for um where was that cobra for uh fake oh, the snake helmet the snake helmet yeah i made a like um, I basically got EVA foam. I cut into four pieces, uh, covering my side, and my top head, and it was shaped like a cobra's hood when it came up. And um, I painted. It was all red and had like a big red stripe around the front of it. And I painted my face to match the the texture and color of the helmet, so it looked really all in one piece. And it looked really sinister and evil. And I remember my character was walking around, and I was wearing like dark robes, and I like I could hide my weapons <laughs> underneath my cloak. And I was walking around to people, and they're like, oh, are you all right? Are you lost? And everyone's really nice to this character who looks super, super evil. Uh, and I, I just really like that whole costume. And the, the, whenever I would move, the, the, the cloak would, like, flap with the wind, and it would just look really cool because it would rise up with my hood. I was one time one of my favorite costumes we did. I think my favorite costume was um, when I played the Barbarian Scald because I got to make almost everything for my costume. Like, I made my shirt which was an experience if you've never made a kilt 
I made like these like fur leg cover things to like pull down over my boots. I had, um, oh, I had these um, gauntlets that were really cool. They were actually motocross gloves that have like the hard plastic on the fingers and we um, painted them so that they looked like metal. And then I actually extended it all the way down my arm with like fake leather and fur bits so that it looked like it was like this giant like pauldron and they were really cool. Um, And then I had like a bunch of accessories I made with it, like messenger bag and like my like jewelry and stuff. I made pretty much everything for that costume, which is probably why it was my favorite. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also we went to um, another LARP that was um, a post-apocalyptic and um, I made it was really easy to make, but I I liked it because it was so simple. Where I, I we went to Goodwill and I just got like a long brown uh, shirt and I just started ripping it up and cutting it in different places and then we got like we could like we stitched up some areas and left other places open and then underneath I got a wife beater and I sprayed it with red so you could see through the cuts like it looks like I was bleeding bleeding on the inside from these wounds and I just I loved it because it was so simple but it just felt so right so I'm like it's supposed to pack I wouldn't wear all these clothes I would just be wearing like really simple uh, garb. And it was funny because I, I went like really uh, to the nines with how messed up the the garb was, and I went to the game. Everyone was wearing like really nice, clean like clothing and armor, and I was like, "Man, I gotta hide where you guys are hiding in the wasteland because I'm getting all messed up out here." I wish I had these nice, clean clothes. That was actually kind of funny because the pants he wore were pants that used to be mine when I was like a few years ago and a little bit skinnier, and he fit into them now because they were men's pants to begin with. And when I had had those pants in the first place, I had cut them off at the knees. And I had left them at my grandmother's house. And my grandmother thought that I guess I had like an accident. So she actually sewed them back together. And it made them look even better because it was like a really bad sew job. And you could tell that like somebody had ripped off the legs and tried to put them back together. So they're like the perfect post-apoc pants now. And they make um, spray paint now for fabric paint. So you can get like some really cool like splatter effects. Yeah, those were pretty cool. Um, what's another good costume? Uh, well, the first character I made... Um, I had really simple. It was a, a tabard that was all ripped up. And I, I really wanted to... I first started LARPing. I'm like, man, I really want to have armor. So all I did was have, I had chainmail. And like, a, it was just my character, Ulfric, who's a Viking. And I had chainmail and like a, a brigand, like a, le, a leather um, armor that went over it. And I'm like, that's all I really have for costume. But after a while, like, I was like kind of more interested in like not wearing any armor and like trying to make stuff myself. And um, I remember the worst part about that whole effort was uh, my character had horns on his head. I kept having to, I kept having to glue them on my head and always getting caught in my eyebrows or something like that. And I was like, man, I don't know how people do the body paint. I can't even glue horns on my head. He was also using super glue, mind you. Like, oh yeah, probably shouldn't have been doing that with your eyebrows. Yeah, but they never fall. <laughs> yeah, but like take my weapon off those things. They want to fall off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That'd be that's funny. Awesome. If games, he'd have to pull them off, and he would just do them both at the same time, really quick. And he, like, it would be, like, brace, but everybody would be, like, oh, this is really going to suck, and, like, watch him do it. <laughs> I used to play, um, like, a wind goddess at my last uh, game, and it was really fun because she was kind of, like, she was literally an airhead. Like, she got to, like, wear everything gaudy and purple that you could ever find because that was, like, her signature color. And I would have a blast because I didn't come out as her very often, but when I did, I'd be, like, okay, what is the most, like, audacious purple thing that I can find or make right now? And then, like, they have this whole section of Amazon that's, like, $2 accessories and it's jewelry that you would never see most people ever wear in their life. But I'd be like, yes, please, like, let me get these four necklaces and wear, like, a butterfly that's six inches big across my neck. Like, you know, I, I would just have so much fun with her. I really would. Just because I got to, like, totally let loose. Uh, actually, I thought of a really good example of um, when crafting goes bad. 
<laughs> so um, I got these really cool like bracers in game, and I'm like, I'm not gonna spend money on making on buying bracers. I'm gonna make them myself. I'm EVA foam shape them. I cut out these shapes. The ones laying over there. The ones right laying over there. Yeah. Uh, and I did like forever. I really tried hard to make them look good. It looked really, really good until I started larping with them. And then they quickly started. They would not hold up to that standard. And it, it really showed me like, wow, there's a difference between cosplay ready and then LARP ready. Well, it, it was it was a good execution with one exception. We um, for the opening on like the underarm, instead of doing it like like elastic like we should have, we thought it'd be really cool to lace up. And it was really cool. It just ripped the holes out. Yeah, just it totally ripped it apart every time I tried to tighten them up. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's kind of stuff you learn when you do crafting. You're like, let me try doing this lace thing. Maybe it'll be yeah. really cool. And it's like, oh, no, that's the reason why I was sticking with elastic. But yeah. I still love those bracers. And I, I, they turned out really good. But I was like, man, this one poor execution, the whole project went to, one went cor- to hell. One corner of our living room right now is like LARP land. And they're actually sitting out right now. Like, I can see them. So. We're, we're trying to re-explore, maybe bringing them back from the dead. Yeah, we definitely learned that um, it's the same thing. Our armor, you know, we put it on. I was like, oh, it fits. Yeah, I can move around, no problem. But then you <laughs> run around for 10 hours in the woods and <laughs> you're fighting people. This elastic thing, the hot glue breaks. Uh, this wasn't didn't have enough give that it broke eventually. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm going to have to remake and definitely focus more on the... Uh, function rather than form of my armor so what what can be more durable what can be you know get it on and off easier that kind of thing yeah just make sure you have a full range of motion because you'll find out that you don't when you're halfway through a battle and your chest plate goes flying off and hits somebody in the face huh. <laughs> um, i don't know if that counts as a point so one of the things i've always liked with crafting my own armor is like i'll always meet a guy who's wearing like a roman plate like five hundred dollars worth. He's like he's clanking up in the field. He's ready to fight, and I show up my EVA foam armor, and I'm like, all right, man. Like ten se- ten minutes into the battle, you're gonna be dead. Now I can move <laughs> around my EVA foam armor. I'm like, one looks a lot cooler. I'll grant you because it's all nice, the shiny metal and stuff like that. But when you're larping, you're moving around like that. I've always liked using like the foam armor, or even people I've seen use like um football riggings and stuff like that, like armor, and they'll like, do it up real nice. And I-, I think people generally are more impressed with the armor you make than the armor you buy. Well, it's not about impressing people either. And like comfort wise, I mean, yeah, there's some amazing stuff you see out there that people will get online and it's extremely cool. Like if you see, you know, like, Oh, um, ah, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of an example, but like, you'll see people that have like full on outfits of like, you know, like Maresca or, um, like medieval collections. And you're like, Oh my gosh, that looks incredible. And then, like, yeah, you're right. You're like, I hope that they're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Because some people can do it. Some people can hack it all weekend long. I know I'm not I'm not in that list of people at all. Like, I would fall over. But, yeah, like, chainmail even. You have your chainmail is super heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, definitely, you don't realize, like, oh, it's only, like, five pounds. And, like, after ten hours, you're like, oh, my God, my shoulders. You're like, I, oh. I got to work on Monday. Oh, my God. What did I do to myself? Why did I get that extra five pounds? Yeah, exactly. There have been times in LARP where I've been tired, so tired I'll like leave my water bottle behind because I'm like I can't carry it. I can't carry extra weight around the camp. The, uh, the camp, I'm done. Well, there definitely be times after a LARP, and I'm like, man, I really shouldn't have done that barrel roll wearing all this armor. I don't think that was a good idea. And afterwards, I'll be all sore. And oh, hurting. you actually did that last time. Yeah, well, yeah, actually, yeah. last event I did, I, I I slid down that hill and I t- I took out mm-hmm. one of our fellow staff members. <laughs> did you get to witness that? Are you not there? Opening event or? The opening yeah. when we were going up the hill. I yeah. slid down. I had way I more speed than I thought I was going to. 
Yeah, I had another staff member run up to me and they're like, so Jacob just tried to take on the hill and he barrel rolled down. And he just took out Pete at the knees. And I'm like, are they okay? And then the other person's like, yeah, it was hilarious. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> what happened over there? <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> I watched a video of, um, what's his name? Adam Savage, the Mythbuster guy. Mm-hmm. And he had a, uh, a custom made like full plate mail armor that someone made for him like somebody that like professionally does it for movies and he was actually saying how so it was all aluminum so it wasn't that heavy but because it was custom fit he really can move around really well you know it wasn't really all that heavy a lot of the under stuff was like movie prop so it was like plastic or like wool knit to look like chain mail um, so there's definitely some things you can get that you can get a good look and it's like practical um, you just usually have to know what you're doing I actually, um, so my aunt can crochet like in her sleep. Like she's one of those people that can do an entire blanket in a day and not even blink about it. And she's actually made me some really cool things in the past because I don't crochet. Um, but she's made like hoods and stuff out of like the wool, like thick yarn. And actually I've had people like them so much that a few other people have bought them from me that were like my hoods that they wanted. <laughs> so I should see if she could do it with like the, uh, the chain mail looking stuff. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think um, one thing if I could learn or want to practice doing is making really cool like LARP shoes. Like doing somehow because I've always found that shoes and helmets for me are the hardest things to get right. And helmets I've kind of um, learned with working with my friend Drew Gaffney how to make them. But shoes, like they always come out too bulky or just look weird. It always just ends up looking like that guy just put foam on his shoe. It's like it doesn't look very nice in my opinion. So like I really – and she was always like, look, I got a LARP shoe. I'm like, how much was that? Oh, it was $500. And I'm like, well, I'd rather not spend that much. Yeah. Shoes are always very expensive. I've seen for LARP. Or they're like, I got a crazy deal. Like, I know a guy who knows a guy who's in the triad, and I got these really good deal on the shoe. I, uh, yeah. That's, I don't know. That's like the one thing I don't skimp on is my shoes, because if you're going to be running around in them all weekend, and I, I won't admit how much my LARP shoes cost, but they're very mm-hmm. nice, and they'll last me for another 10 years or so. So... And I go the other route, which is because um, I do construction. I'm like, yeah, these are my $25 Walmart shoes with the steel toe boots. And then after like the first day, I'm like, oh, I can't even feel my feet and my knees. I always do it to myself. And I just find the – I'll wear them for half a year then just buy another pair. But I really want to find a way to make a really cool shoe. Well, we kind of figured out like a helmet hack. Um, we, we figured out – we got like one of those styrofoam beautician heads that you put wigs on. Mm-hmm. And we actually use like plastic grocery bags and duct tape to like bulk it up as weird as that sounds. Like we kept putting layers on it until the head was like as big as like a normal head. And then we used the um, like rubber, like contact rubber cement and the pieces of um, that we wanted to use for the helmet. And we actually like molded it around there and then used the heat gun to kind of like yeah, that work it out. Well. And that was like a big game changer for us. I don't know what happened to our head. Did we throw it out? I think we probably gave it to Frontier Dawn. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I know. It sounds like so weird. We we have like a little LARP room going on right now that it's like got some really weird stuff in it. So I've tried to make helmet a couple times. And yeah, if you don't either have that pattern that you can glue together or something you can shape it on that's like the size of your head, it just doesn't work out. So that was one of my goals this weekend. I was going to try to make a duct tape um, body form. And that way I could, you know, template out pieces for chest armor and helmets and stuff we'll see if we do that today or not (laughs) 
I've always wanted to also try like uh, Pepe Cura with like EVA, with EVA foam or craft foam, but I never know if that would really work. It's, when you have a model of something and you cut out different strips and you're supposed to like glue it together to make like a 3D form, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never tried it though, but I've seen people do it before. But I'm like, it just, it just doesn't seem like it would hold to me. I mean, there's always a hundred different ways you could try to do something. I'm always mm-hmm. interested in finding the next best way. But the problem is, like, I always start doing a project, and I'm like, I'm just gonna do it this way, the way I know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of um for the for the breastplates, we actually just take measurements. Yeah. Um, and he could probably, I'm sure Jacob could like pass that along to you if you want to try that method of trying to figure out the breastplate, so you don't mm-hmm. have to make like full form. And then we actually will use the heat gun. You just need somebody to help you if you have somebody else in your house. Um, and they just heat it up for you, and then you actually will just press it onto your own body, so it'll like curve to the shape that you are. Only sometimes there's casualties. Oh, yeah. You walk into the heat gun. Oh, yeah. Did that with my knee the other day. It was like I set it on the floor so the point's up, you know, to cool off. And I just yep. was paying attention and I like leaned down to pick up something and put my knee right on it. It's still hot. It's definitely something with uh, crafting in general is you're definitely going to have a couple uh, glue clumps in your hair and, uh, you know, a couple burns <laughs> on you. Oh, yeah. So you learn, learn the safer way to do things. And even, even then, you probably will still have a couple uh, mess-ups. Yeah, because then you get overconfident, and you're like, wear gloves. No, I don't need to wear gloves. And that's what happened to me last week. Right. <laughs> cool. Do you guys um, sell stuff or have, like, an Etsy page or anything like that? I've always been kind of like, I'll, I'll make something and spur of the moment, and I'll use probably use it immediately, and then I usually give it to the LARP. That's usually how I've been. I give it um, to Frontier Dawn. Or I'll just keep it for myself. I usually, I don't know. I've never been really into like uh, selling things online. Back when I had like more time, I would take commissions, but I would never actually like make a profit on them, if that made sense. Because it was mm-hmm. always like that I LARPed with and people that I liked. And I would basically just be like, like they'd come to me and be like, hey, I have this idea, but I don't really know how to make it work. And I like the challenge of it. So I'd be like, well, if I can figure out how to make it work, just cover the cost of my materials. And I'm a bargain shopper. So it wouldn't like, be very mm-hmm. much um i i mean i have some ideas right now of some stuff that i kind of want to make and it's stuff that i wouldn't really be making for myself so uh, it's i know that sounds weird but like i had two projects in mind that would actually end up being for other people but i don't want to mention it to them i'm just going to kind of make it and if it works out well then i'll just kind of give it to them <laughs> i mean there's uh i've been a lot of uh crafts that i've done where I, I would make something i'd use it once or twice and someone would be like wow that's really cool that's awesome and i'm like here do you want it and i just give it to them that event I did that to one of my friends. He was only he's been on for a year and a half, and he's like really like this EVA foam armor piece I made that had like a giant big skull across the front of it. It was all like layered. It looked really cool. And he's like, "Oh man, that's awesome! I really want something like that." I'm like, "Here, now you have something like that." And because I would always rather just make a make something again for myself. And then now I know this person has that garb on them, so like you know they don't have to do it, or I'll teach someone make it with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's always fun. And I'm excited. I mean, I know I told you about my my new machine that I got the cameo and we've been messing with it. And like every time we mess with it, we figure out more stuff we can do with it, which is like really exciting. Cause I actually just found out it can cut leather straps. Okay. Yeah, cool. <laughs> it, can, it can cut them leather. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then like, so I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I would make a shop, but I think it might be a possibility in the future just for like some of the things that that machine can output. Anything else we hadn't talked about that you guys were dying to let us know about? Crafting super fun. Frontier Dawn is super awesome. Just come to a game. You'll have a good time. If you don't, I'll love to hear your complaints about it, and I'll try better next time. Very good. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us, Jake and Brittany. It was awesome to talk to you guys, and I know I learned some new tips and 
have some things I want to try for my next project. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for your time and sharing with us, and we will hopefully see you very soon. Thanks for thank having you. us. Alrighty, thank you, Jacob and Brittany. Good talking to you guys. A lot of great tips in there, and uh, it's always great seeing the stuff they come up with. I'm always blown away with the production of this group and the ideas they come up with and <clears throat> the work and hours they put in. Yeah, that's what's really cool is uh, getting to experience the game on another level with whether it's an awesome costume or prop for an encounter monster, um, making the setting feel more like you're actually in a cave or, you know, being attacked by sea creatures and stuff. And some of the uh, technological things they're doing with projectors and sound effects and fog machines, that production's really cool too at this LARP. Yeah, recently we finished, Ash and I finished working on a uh, a large, I guess you could call it a tower shield for his character. After going to the first LARP event with with Frontier Dawn, I noticed uh, at least one of the characters had a pretty decent sized shield and thought we ought to have one of those on our team too. So it took a couple months working on it and did a few techniques I hadn't tried before and luckily everything turned out really well. And I like to say the design came to me in a dream because I woke up one morning and I figured out how I wanted to do something and it turned out really well. Yeah, that's funny, I don't think you told me that. And everyone was super impressed with it and uh, posted some pictures on Facebook and everyone went nuts and that's really all I wanted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's just a start. So once we get some more time and uh, exposable income, it's just going to be nonstop. Yeah, two most elusive pieces of loot. <laughs> yeah, good point. Alrighty, on that note, uh, thanks for joining us, all you LARPers and crafters. Be sure to tune in some more as we talk to more of the Frontier Dawn folks. Um, they're a really cool group. If you're in the southeastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware area, be sure to check them out on Facebook and online. And yeah, anything else on crafting, Evan? Yeah, comment and let us know if you have any uh, great uh, crafting projects you've worked on or ideas or tips. We'd love to hear them. Alrighty, thanks, and uh, we'll see you next time.